Welcome to the Career Zone podcast, where each episode we spend a few minutes focusing on something that's on students' minds right now. I'm your host, Ray, an employability and careers consultant with the University of Exeter. And you can catch up with all of our series, keep up with all our regular releases by doing those subscribing and following things. We're on iTunes and Spotify. I'm Dominic Prosser, MBA Careers Consultant in the Business School, and today I'm talking to Jenny Phillips, PGT Careers Consultant. We're going to be talking about why it's important to be able to say no in the workplace. It's widely held that being able to say no is a key element of resilience, and that people who protect their time by saying no are both happier and more productive. That's interesting, Dominic, because I recently read an article by Tony Wong, productivity specialist, and he mentioned that resilient people maximise their productivity in a number of different ways. Oh, tell me more. Well, Tony Wong says that these people focus their perspective on what matters to them every day from the get go in the morning. So their priorities aren't hijacked by other people's demands. They tend to halve their to do list. They take more breaks, which is obviously good for their mental well-being, and they manage to schedule the most challenging items on their to-do list for when they've got the most energy. So, are there other positives from this way of working? Well, doing this helps you to get rid of unnecessary drains on your resilience, and it allows you to focus on what's achievable. You're not afraid to pull in or request extra resources when required, And people who work in this way tend to do one thing at a time and go through fewer iterations in a task to get to good. Sounds impressive. So when should we actually be saying no? Well, Jenny Campbell suggests you should ask yourself if a task A fits into your job requirements, B fits in your boundaries, and see if it actually fits in with your purpose. Now, that could be career goals, work targets, personal or professional development. Uh, And then finally, D, thinking back to my comment about mental well-being, question whether you actually have enough physical and emotional energy to do this. So does it tip my workload over the top? So I suppose that would all contribute towards managing the expectations of your manager, colleagues, and, and maybe even friends and family? Absolutely. Okay, so how should we actually go about saying no? Well, it's much easier said than done. John Lease is good on this. If you do decide it's a no, make sure you're really straightforward. Don't feel you have to overly apologise for declining. Instead, just politely give a brief explanation. You could try to say no without sounding like you're saying it. For example, you could buy thinking time by asking to think about it. Or you could say, can you come back to me later on this, as my workload's quite heavy at the moment. And are there any other techniques? Absolutely. Lee suggests the if-only technique, a kind of quid pro quo approach. For example, yes, if I can have more time on it. Yes, if you can take something else off my plate. Yes, if I can check in with you weekly to see that I'm delivering what you're expecting. And yes, if I can get some support. Right, interesting. So so there are other ways you could say no without actually saying it. For example, I can't help you or I'm not sure I know enough about that area, but I know someone who can or does. And if you keep getting the same request repeatedly from different people, you could call a group meeting 
or produce a fact sheet or a how-to document to let everyone know at the same time. But as I said, it's much easier said than done and saying no does take some practice. So my number one recommendation for you today, Dominic, would be to set a goal for how many times you'll say no in the next week. And remember, decline requests and stress less. Brilliant, thanks, Jenny. One last thing though, any chance you could help me with sorting out the stationery cupboard? Yes, of course, if you write the next podcast on our list. This was the Career Zone podcast, brought to you by the University of Exeter Career Zone. You can find this series on iTunes and Spotify, so do subscribe and follow us to keep up with our regular releases. And we would love to hear from you, so if there is something on your mind, then share your thoughts or questions on Instagram at UOE Career Zone or at UOE Cornwall Career Zone or Twitter at UOE Careers. Hashtag Career Zone Podcast and we'll follow up in one of the next episodes. Finally, of course, you can find out more information about all the support we offer at exeter.ac.uk slash careers.